This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Reach System. Are you ready to exponentially reach more profitable customers? Launching and hosting your own show is your proven best solution for networking, client attraction, and establishing your celebrity expert brand. Visit www.podcastreachsystem.com and claim your rightful place as the leading star of your industry so you make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homie. I'm your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. I'm here with uh, one of our office supervisors, Princess Alessandra Francesca. She's very excited to be here with us. As she knows that both me and today's guest are very strong allurophiles, which means cat lover. You may recognize, if you've been following the Brilliance Plus Passion Project in the very beginning, the gentleman who we're going to be speaking with today. He is one of the more dynamic folks I've ever met in my life, and he has some incredible messaging. When we reopened some slots in the Brilliance Plus Passion Project, he jumped right on and requested to come back, saying that he had some new stuff to share with us. So gave me the idea, and I decided to have what's known as a returning contestants round. Here's one of them. His name is Andrew Cap. He is the author of The Last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read, which we discussed in the previous inter- interview. And he's the author of a new book called Three Words I Use to Sell 100,000 Books. So there's so much more about him that you can discover, but we're going to actually have him tell you a little about it. Andrew Cap, thank you so much for coming back. It's an honor and a pleasure to get to speak with you again on this show. Adam, thank you so much for having me. And, you know, I was really excited when you kind of mentioned like, hey, I've got some slots open. I thought, hey, let me throw this in front of him because I enjoyed our conversation so much last time and uh, yeah. really excited to be here. Yeah, and that's what this is for. I have two podcasts. I have the Business Creators Radio Show, which has been on the air for nine years at this point. And those are hour-long mastermind-type conversations. The Brilliance Plus Passion Project is our opportunity to shed the spotlight on what change makers and trendsetters like you are doing. So I'm I'm really liking this idea of seeing some people come back and go for a round two. And maybe in a year you'll come back for round three when you uh, sell your next book or your design your next company or what have you. Very briefly, before we get into this, tell us, just so that our listeners understand, what is it that you do in terms of product, services, solutions, so they know what to how to engage you? Yeah, well, I'm at a very interesting crossroads here because I technically do two things that have nothing to do with each other on the surface. And, you know, as as many people who might remember me from last time, I am that guy 
who's otherwise known as the guy who wrote the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read, which uh, passed 100,000 copies in sales this year. And yeah. ironically, before I ever did that, I was a marketing consultant. Um, I did copywriting. I did. I was in that kind of world. And I got uh-huh. so many requests for, hey, Andrew, how are you selling so many books? I decided to write a new one called Three Words I Use to Sell 100,000 Books. So now while I'm still teaching Law of Attraction, I'm still very engaged and very excited about that. Simultaneous to that, I'm now sharing this information for nonfiction authors, most specifically, on you know what I did from an organic marketing perspective to get so many copies of that other book sold. Okay, uh, that's actually what I want to focus on. That's what attracted me to having you back here again. So you mentioned that there are three words that sold a hundred thousand copies. Am I getting that right? Yeah, well, there's three words I and just so we're clear, it's, the words are not law of attraction, even though that technically is how I govern everything. Yeah. Um, but there's there's three words I use as kind of like a philosophical set point, basically viewing what I did through the lens of these words, so that you know if I give you a, a marketing tactic or a strategy, you could actually trace it back to more of like this philosophy of of reaching the reader and engaging with the reader in a way that a lot of nonfiction authors just don't aren't intentional about doing in a way that they very easily could, especially if they are experts in their field. Yeah. All right. So organic marketing strategy, but I keep hearing that there's no way you can sell books unless you spend money on advertising or hire an agent, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you're saying you did this organically. Yeah, I mean, I did a little paid traffic. Probably 5% is paid traffic. Okay. Um, and a lot of stuff I even spent didn't even move the needle. So I didn't go nothing. I mean, 95,000 copies on organic ain't half bad. But I think it also it comes down to the niche you're in. It comes down to the passion of your audience. It comes down to how you position and how you present yourself. And it also comes down to, like, we live in a world today where, I mean, I, I have fewer than 4,000 YouTube subscribers, but mm-hmm. I figured we're in a world where people can have of millions of YouTube subscribers. And if you could have millions of YouTube subscribers, what's stopping you if you have a book and a useful book from using that as a leverage point? What's stopping you from going on podcasts? What's stopping you from doing a lot of little things or big things, subtle and not so subtle things that really change the way people reach you and people the way they discover you? You and I both being podcast hosts understand this as well as anybody, podcasting is for the savvy entrepreneur, their key marketing, client attraction, celebrity expert branding tool. I recommend people host their own podcasts like you and I do. And I also recommend that they use that as leverage to get themselves more guest bookings. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I I think it's like, you know, you go on your your show. I'm sorry. That's how I got on your show and became your 100th episode. Yeah, and which, by the way, I was, I was so a milestone. About. I was a milestone. <laughs> it's because I, when we launched the Burns Plus Passion Project a year ago, you were among the folks who showed up in our first division of people who, in, in response to uh, some outreach we were doing, said you were interested. So you came on my show, and then we had a conversation afterwards, and I returned a favor. I got more bookings on other people's podcasts as a result of the Brilliance Plus Passion Project in the year 2021 than I did in any other two years combined when I either did self-promotion or worked with agents. Mm. That says it all right there. And, And I think the thing is, 
it's this thing where it's almost it shocks people they don't believe it but it's like we're in a world where a lot more is possible than people realize and i think the fact that it is shocking to some the fact that it is surprising is the reason people don't think to try is the reason people don't step forward in those types of um you know ambitious moves but you you know you're proof positive in, in your way i'm proof and by the way it's it's a bit blurry. It was, a, it was a while ago, but I if I remember correctly, I didn't just you didn't just happen to be my 100th episode. I was recording a bunch, and I selected you based on the quality of your interview. Saying of the ones that I have right here, this should be my 100th milestone because this is a wonderful thing that I know because I'm going to spotlight better by making it the milestone. So you being who you are is what got it even extra extra love, extra leverage, extra exposure just through that. Yeah, well, this is what we share in our podcast reach system, and this is how you use hosting your own podcast to get on other people's podcasts. A, when you follow the reach process, they see that you're making an investment in your new media activity and brand, which creates a connotation that you are a high-level professional. B, uh, this could also be A, just depending on how the viewer ranks this, the fact you've already had a podcast conversation with them gives that other podcast host who's just been your guest, pretty much everything they need to know about what kind of guest you would be. And C, you have the opportunity to reach them in a way that you may never do so by cold pitching a one sheet. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, of the, one of the podcasts I like to share that I got on as a result of the first wave of the Brilliance Plus Passion Project is Andy Grant's Real, Mil- Real Men Feel Project. I, that was a really great episode. I got to explore some different passion topics that I'd wanted to be interviewed on for a while. If I had approached his podcast through cold pitch, there is a chance. I never spoke to him about this, so I don't actually have his opinion. So I'm not speaking for Andy here. There's a chance he could have looked at that and said, oh, that guy's into podcasting. We don't need him. Hmm. I've seen people get rejected for a lot less without even having an audience to get to speak with the host. But when you, connect with them you are speaking with them and in that conversation through the interview and the subsequent in the green room it almost becomes a natural next step for you to reciprocate in fact that's what i tell people i'll give something away i'll say i say something like you know you know first of all um i i really appreciate andy that or andrew that you took time to be on the brilliance plus passion podcast i'm so happy to be able to provide you this opportunity to share your intersection of your brilliance and your passion and what i'd like to do is i'd like to reciprocate again by coming to your show if you'll have me and sharing on a topic relevant to your audience mm. so you see what i did so you did there i did the subtle frame where i give twice yeah and so what i love about what you're talking about here also and and I'm going to paraphrase in my own way, but and this is what I love the way you think. You're basically cultivating in an in integrous way, if integrous is a word, you're cultivating familiarity with integrity, with honesty, with 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 a clear vision and a clear intention to give both sides a win. It isn't one person wins and another person loses. It's not, and it's not even just one person wins and the other person wins also. It's mm-hmm. everybody wins, including yeah. the audiences of the respective shows including anybody that's a go-between that's that's making the connection every person in in the cascade in that web of connection is getting a win in some way shape or form that's what i get from you 
as I hear you describe the way you do it. Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all in how you phrase and position and the frames you create around things. So uh, I, I love how basically what you're saying is you sold 95,000 books through organic means. So maybe 5% through ads is what I'm hearing, give or take. So we heard um, about podcasts. We heard about uh, what, yeah, where are we today in terms of public speaking as a way of selling books, like seminars and conferences? What's been your experience with that? So what I know of it is it's very powerful, although I have not personally been leveraging it as much. And it's not because... Yeah. Um, I don't want to. It's it's like I'm kind of like naturally going in whatever direction I'm being pulled. So for a lot, um, I was pulled into a number of summits where basically I was a group of like of 30 other speakers with thousands of people in those events to put myself in front of a lot of audiences. Um, but also for me, a lot of it's just been, you know, individual podcasts and of that nature. So I haven't done a lot of like on space any to that for that matter, like in person on stage speaking. But I have done like virtual stages and things like that. But for the most part, it's all cumulative from all the podcast interviews to the fact that I'm I'm running a YouTube channel, which, by the way, has done a lot like my podcast has kind of fallen off. Um, my YouTube has really taken front center stage just for yep. me. It's It's been it isn't like podcasts, are, but obviously podcasts are wonderful. That's why I'm trying to go on so many. Um, but but for me, just like I follow the the natural flow of where I'm being pulled like, oh, I feel like I should do a video. I feel I should do this platform. I feel I should do this. I'm kind of following, you know, strategies and sound insights while at the same time following my gut and kind of mixing it all together and just going with the flow and trying to be intelligent and insightful at the same time. Right. What I'm hearing is being persistently consistent, which is a phrase I've been using for two decades now. Yes. It's a, it's yes. a matter it's a matter of showing up everywhere you can, uh, being courageous and willing to go into markets that sometimes maybe a change of pace from what you're used to. Yeah. And, you know, be like being willing to not, you can give so much value, even if you're not a perfect presenter and no one's going to be a perfect presenter anyway. And then it's my belief that if you worry about being perfect, you're actually going to be more imperfect because you're going to put too much stress on yourself. Correct. Whereas if you're just trying to give your best and you're being consistently persistent, you're going to improve naturally and automatically anyway. And you're going to look at yourself a year from now. You won't even be able to recognize with all the massive improvements that you've made. Yeah. It's like whatever you focus on. I was interviewed on another podcast very recently where we were discussing how CEOs and executives can tell when their employees have mentally checked out and have already in their mind basically resigned. And one of the one of the factors that I mentioned was that if you have somebody who's been raising a lot of ideas, complaining, gotten a reputation as a bit of a malcontent, and all of a sudden you notice they get real quiet, they start showing up from eight to five every day, they take their hour for lunch and their two 15-minute breaks, and the quality of their work improves by like five to ten percent. These are all indicators that you may be losing if you haven't already lost that employee, at least psychologically. They may already be checked out. What happens is, is they recognize that their brilliance and their passion are longer, no longer appreciated. So they're going to replace brilliance and passion with competence and compliance. Do what they have to and do it well. Because they're less focused on innovation, more just focused on doing their job, by nature... They're going to get five to ten percent improvement on that because 
now they're spending all their time just on doing their job and not thinking about, well, how can we improve the organization here? How can we reach a new market there? How can we work on this process here? How can we get these departments integrated here? They don't care anymore. Interesting. I, I wonder, and I'm not sure if it's part of the, the research that you learned, I wonder if there's an indicator of, of a timeline when they suddenly have a new job offer and they're off to someplace else. I haven't looked into that very deeply, maybe six to nine months, because that's how it was for me when I reached that point. Uh, the, mm. reason I, the reason I bring that up is you made observations about getting incrementally better at what you do. Yeah. And I use that as an outlier pattern interrupt example of how that principle works in action. Got it. Yeah, that's I, I really wanted to stand out and give our listeners something to remember that I said, oh, I was talking about uh, talking about employees who are ready to quit actually doing better at their work. That's interesting. Yeah, okay. It, it is. It's, it's like the, the, um, it's the unexpected. It's your subverting expectation right there. A wonderful pattern yeah. interrupt, really. Absolutely. So um, we're basically at the top of the time here. Um, I do have two questions for you. Actually, one question. Uh, I'm going to, in a moment introduce to our audience a gift you have for them. And I'm also going to uh and I'm also going to uh say a few final words, but could you tell us where people can find the books? The last law of attraction book you ever need to read, which we discussed last year, and the new book, three words I use to sell a hundred thousand books. Absolutely. Well, thank you for asking. It's pretty easy. Like there's a one spot where you can just go to awesomemarvelous.com. Yep. And that'll it's a very it's only got like three links there and it'll send you to the US Amazon listings for both of those books. But if you're not in the United States, you can just very easily check your local regional Amazon or Audible. And um awesomemarvelous.com also has a link to my YouTube channel if anyone wants to see how I organically market myself and my law of attraction book through that specific platform. So whether you're pulling out your wallet or you're getting free content, it really just my desire that uh whatever I have serves someone in, in some way, shape, or form. Excellent. Excellent. So, and you also requested that we share an opportunity uh, for your list. And what it is, it's the opportunity to um, gain your access to the content creation machine, which is an easy system for letting readers come up with valuable new material for you. It's a bonus that I believe is attached to the three words I use to sell 100,000 books. It has a little bit of a long URL, so um, and it's on a Weebly site. So what I'm going to encourage people to do is visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and look for the second Andrew Cap interview. If you're, the syndication platform you're listening to this through has expandable, long-form content, you'll find it in there. Otherwise, it's real simple. Just check us out on something like YouTube, and you'll be able to find it in the notes there as well, but it's the content creation machine, uh, and I think it's a great, great, totally free resource. And I think I'm going to check that out myself because yeah. you got me a little bit curious. And if I may, real quick, Adam, the reason that the URL is so long is technically this is exclusive to your show right now. In so much mm -hmm. as the only way people can usually get this is if they opt into all the I have like nine or ten book bonuses right. that go with three words. I used to sell hundred thousand books. There's no even opt-in required. The, the link that you're going to have in your show notes, they don't have to even give their email address. They're going to have complete access to that video. And I chose right. that one in the hopes that whether people are a nonfiction author or not, they'd be able to pull um, real insights that they could apply to whatever they're doing in their own businesses. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, Andrew Cap, thank you again 
for coming back to the Brilliance Plus Passion Project. It's been an honor, and believe me, as always, an education. Thank you for and, having me, Adam. The, the pleasure's been all mine. I always enjoy talking with you. Yep, and uh, we'll see if you have another book next year and you come back for round three. I'd love that if it's possible. Hey, here's hoping I'll work on something. All right. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Thank you.